There's nothing better at the end of a long day than to sit back, put your feet up, and unwind with a good shoe catalog. But then you hear those three little words. Mom, I'm hungry. Worry no more. Snazzle's new Dinnerinator 9000 has you covered. Our patented culinary technology easily makes a fate worse than death no big deal by transforming your worst nuisance into a delicious gourmet meal. Simply point and shoot and treat your family to the fine dining experience they believe they're entitled to. Teen laundry pile? How about some prime rib? Mm. Husband's greasy tools left on the counter? He'll think you spent all day frying up that bacon. Legos all over the floor? It's lasagna night! Hey. And don't worry about those dishes. Now you've got dessert. Yeah. Say goodbye to cooking forever. With the new Dinnerinator 9000, dinner is served. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time again when We The People graces your eardrums with some finely curated content. This is Pure Teach, and as always, we've got a great show lined up for you guys today. Joining me on today's journey are my two incredible co-hosts who, trust me, they really do make every episode an adventure. My first co-host is a man joining us from an undisclosed location in the wilds of South Dakota. Now, when you speak his name, you might think of a wise, doctorly scholar steeped in the traditions of academia. And, well, you'd be right, but let's not forget the other important facets of his persona. Firstly, his internet connection, which is as reliable as a soap bubble in a thunderstorm. His undying devotion to the teachings of Ron Swanson. And let's not forget his glorious art of bacon worship. It is, of course, the man with community forum points beyond a reckoning, the one and only Dr. Conservative Prof. I don't know how to follow up with that introduction, Tej. That was a really good one. That was the best one ever. <laughs> now, Prof, of course, we can't forget our second co-host. Not only is she a master of creating hilarious headlines, she's also an expert in the fine art of raising teens with cats as her trusted advisors and throw pillows as her secret weapon. She always brings a unique perspective to our discussions, armed with a wisdom that can only be earned through years of surviving eye rolls, cryptic text messages, and the ever-elusive hunt for matching socks in a sea of teen laundry piles. Her unparalleled skills in deciphering the enigmatic teen mind have actually earned her the honorary title of Teen Whisperer. It is, of course, Kurgle. Hello, it's so fun to be back. <laughs> and it's sure to be an unexpected show today because I have my cat with me and yeah, she's been going crazy. Is this Glurk you're talking about? Yes. Yep. She's now, is she still in the kitten age or stage, but she can also jump high now. So, so that's fun. She's sitting here and I know she's looking to see where she's going to jump and I don't know what she's going to do. So if you've been <laughs> glurked, does that mean the cat has jumped on top of your computer? If you've been glurked? Yeah, I have to be very careful because she likes to walk on my laptop and she likes to always step on the button that turns it off. Of course. So, yes. 
Yeah. So th th that would be very bad if that happened right now. <laughs> what is it about cats that attracts him to keyboards? It seems like a universal thing. I don't. I I think because that is your focus of attention, and also they're warm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, but yeah, I it seems like they they like to lay on anything. I thought it's because they were demon possessed and want to do everything they can to uh, make your life more difficult. That's what I was assuming. Anyway. This is true. Pro probably. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. Prof. I'm with you. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who has done a lot of Zoom meetings and Zoom classes, and almost any time you do a Zoom. Um, with students or faculty who happen to be home, somebody's got a cat uh, crossing across their screen. It almost always happens that there's at least one. So, <laughs> yeah. You never see a dog jump onto somebody's laptop. I've yet to see that. So I'm just saying. Just I know. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything has its pluses and minuses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we all doing? What have you guys been up to since we last spoke? I've had a lot of good entertainment recently. Um, okay, so since last time we got together, um, we were able to go see The Voice perform live with his band, The Meanwhile. They were really, really good, very talented. It was a great show. So, um, and, and it was just really, really fun uh, seeing The Voice in person. I met him in, in Be Live, but it was great to see him again. And I would say anybody, if you ever have the chance to go see him perform, go see him because they're a really, really talented band and it was a lot of fun. That was, that was cool. Yeah, you posted some really um, good photos. Yeah. You had a couple of headlines. And I think you did a Not to Be post or two about that also. So yeah. I have to ask a question about this. So okay. is it true that the voice is eight feet tall? Uh, no, he's actually closer to nine feet nine tall. Nine feet tall. Okay, because yes. he was a good... Four or five feet taller than you, so okay. That's yeah, well, see, you, you, you couldn't see this in, in the picture, but I was mm -hmm. actually standing on a stepladder next oh, to him. Oh, well, that and makes he, more and sense And he was, he was still that tall. <laughs> he was still that tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the contrast between your heights was pretty funny. Yeah. 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 It was a great photo. Uh, uh, oh, and yeah. I should give a plug to the meanwhile because I think it was Christmas from last year they released a Christmas movie song and of course at the top of my head I can't remember the title but it was so good and the video that goes with it is outstanding so I'm sure if you went to YouTube looked up the meanwhile you'd find their video about Christmas a really good song and a really good video and um, really really outstanding so um, it's worth yeah. watching and listening to that yeah they, they actually played that song well, they played it oh awesome yeah you yeah, got to hear it live Yes, wow. I heard it live. Okay. It's great. So. so I can say that I've been on a Zoom call with somebody who's seen the Meanwhile live. So that's what my claim yeah. to fame is now. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm going to take it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So two, two, two more things. The second uh, thing, we went to another concert last weekend. We got to go see Casting Crowns, um, their 20th anniversary tour. Yes. Nice. And it, 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 it was really, really cool. Um, they told more about the history of the band. Uh, and one thing that I thought was really neat, um, real quick, they talked about when they got to go to North Korea to play. Wow. And it, it was all interesting. I won't take the time to go about how it all came to be. But um, they said when they got there, they were told to keep in mind, you're going to be listened to everywhere you go. Someone's listening. Hmm. And when they got to the hotel, they said it was pretty creepy because you'd see a hotel door, then a closet door, then a hotel door, and then a closet door. He said between every room, 
there was a closet. So they were there for nine nights and every single night he made sure in the hotel room to share the gospel. So he said for, for nine nights, somebody heard the gospel. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. So then the third thing of entertainment that we got to experience, uh, I know in Hollywood, there's a lot of movies that are just garbage. They hardly ever come out with anything good anymore, but every now and then, there's a movie that comes out that is a must-see. Everybody has to see it. So um, have you, te- you two seen Slotherhouse yet? Slotherhouse. <laughs> is this anything – is this a sequel to the Musator? No. I, you, I, I assume you've both seen Moose the movie by now, haven't you? I've seen parts. I have not watched the whole thing yet. So oh, you have, you have to see the My whole bad. Thing. I need to see the whole thing, yes. I haven't even heard of that. I don't. <laughs> oh, um, Reckless for Life has been promoting yes. this movie. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. So, it's an Alaska yeah, make, type thing. Yep. Yeah. Make sure you see it. The Musitar and all the spleen jokes will make much more sense to you. <laughs> and then after you see um, the Moose, the movie, be sure to see Slother House. You will not be disappointed. Slother House. Were any yeah. sloth, sloths injured during the making of that film? I need to know. Um, no, because they didn't really use an actual sloth. It was a puppet. So you're telling me <laughs> there's a movie about a sloth and use a stunt sloth? Really? Seriously? Well, they, they had to use a stunt sloth because otherwise it would have taken them a hundred years to film it. <laughs> I was waiting for that joke. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but but I, uh, I hate giving out spoilers. So since you two have not seen it, I'll just say, make sure you see it. It's a movie with a sloth. That's all you need to know. Were any sloths' spleens removed? Um, you'll have to watch the movie. Okay, to all find right. out. Just trying to find I, out. I told you, I, I'm not going to give spoilers. Is it true that sloths only work at the Department of Motor Vehicles? Is that true? That's the only place I've ever seen a real one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just yeah. curious. All right, government doing government work. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, <laughs> what so, movie so, was yeah, that with for- the sloth that was in the DMV? What movie was Zootopia? Uh, Z- Zootopia. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I've seen it, yeah. saw it once. So, yeah. That's very yeah, funny. That's funny. Yeah. That, that was my favorite part, the DMV. Yeah, exactly. That's a great joke. So, so yeah, we, we had pretty good, pretty good time since last episode. So, um, well, what have you been up to, Prof? We haven't met for a few weeks. So, quite a few things, actually. It's been nice enjoying the weather cooling off a little bit and um, enjoying that. And I've been trying to get back into running a little bit more. I did a 5K, um, two weeks ago and I'm going to run a trail race this weekend. It's only two miles, but it's really steep hills in these kind of narrow trails. So I'm going to do that this weekend. And my son's going to run it also. Um, there's a five mile race. He's going to do that. I did not sign up for that one. Uh, he won it last year. So I'm kind of thinking he'll win it again. So worst case scenario is he's very, he's first in his race and I'm last in my race. We can be bookends and finish it that way. It's kind of what I'm thinking. But I've been trying to get back uh, better in shape since I got my doctorate done and have more time. So slowly I'm doing that, but it's like I gained 20 pounds doing that. It's not going to come off easily. Uh, so I've been struggling trying to figure that out. Um should also mention that I've had a new source of headlines lately, which has been kind of fun. And I've actually got a – I didn't get a published, but I got a featured because of that, my new source of headlines. So my oldest son, who's 31 – um. 
uh, announced to us, my wife and I, uh, not too long ago, that he's put himself on a dating app and uh, has been trying to meet uh, the, the woman for him uh, in his lifetime. So he was really nervous to do that. And he probably saw maybe two or three weeks uh, went by before he actually told us and he was seeing a few people. But um, uh, it's been kind of fun talking to him about that. So one day he comes to me and goes, I'm going to go see this young woman today. And he was telling me all about her. And I go, I think I know her. <laughs> so, and, and you would, and the reason why it's easy to know is she's, she's Chinese and she was adopted as an infant by her parents um, here in, in the U S and, and I used to work with her um, at my school. She was an admissions counselor for us. So we started to talk and I'm like, yeah, I know her. So it was kind of funny that he, um, one of his dates was somebody that I knew. So. Um, they've seen each other three times now, which is actually the most he's seen anybody. But as I, as he's been asking me questions and things like that, um, I realized he bought his house five years ago. Um, so he's been out of the house that long and he's got a two point something mortgage, like close to 3%. So I wrote a headline now, um, SDH edited it for me when she featured it, but her version is man with 3% mortgage voted world's most eligible bachelor. So I thought that was pretty good and it got featured. So I said, I've actually did another one the other day, which really got a lot of um, upvotes or updates, but it, it wasn't featured anything like that, which is just fine. Um, but I, basically I, I, I wrote man wins, um, finds wife when he mentions that he's got a house full of bare walls to decorate. So, I thought, <laughs> so that was, that one did really well. It wasn't featured, but it did really well. So, I was happy to do that one too. And so that's been what's going on with us. So it's been a lot of fun talking him through that and um, kind of help him navigate those waters. My my wife's found it very amusing because we know the date is serious if he shows up at our house with clothes and he's asking <laughs> my wife for what should I wear? So then we know he's mm -hmm. really means business. So it's been kind of, my wife's been really, really enjoying that. We have not met I know the one, but we have not met anybody that he's seen yet. So he's not going to do that unless it's serious. And I, I would say uh, both those headlines were very good, but I would like to remind you that this is a satire site. Is a low mortgage and bare walls, those are like at the top of the list for what women look for. Yeah. <laughs> so all the single guys of uh, the Babylon Bee Forum and not the bee, we're giving you really good dating advice. Get a low mortgage, which you might have to go back in time to do that. But at the minimum, take everything off your walls and, and announce that you've got bare walls to decorate. But anyway, that's what's going on. That's what's been going on with me. And I'm still boring people in tax class. So I'm still doing that. Have you had any more students fall asleep on you, Prof? I had a close call the other day. The eyes were rolling on a guy. So the, the eyes were rolling. Yeah. So I thankfully I saw that and kind of changed topics and Thankfully, it's only a once a year class because it'd kill me if I did, had to do that every single semester. Well, the soon you can get back to sending people to sleep in your other lessons as well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's very calming and soothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should mention one more thing. A major news announcement for the We the People podcast. We're on yes. Not the Bee now. So our podcast is also available on Not the Bee. So for uh, anybody who's not a Bee subscriber but is a Not the Bee subscriber, um, you can still hear us. You can hear us there. All the episodes are there. Very cool. And big thanks to a small number of people who subscribed to that. But uh, 
I'm sure that will grow over time. And I guess we'll have to try and start thinking of, because uh, yeah, up to date, we've been focusing a bit more on the headline forum in terms of content. So we'll probably have to try and think of uh, what we can do that includes the all the guys over on Not The Bee as well moving forward. Yeah. And I think we could potentially get somebody on who is more of a Not The Bee user than a Bee user too. So. Mm. Well, I should mention, so in the last two weeks, um, I've, I kind of put it out there every so often in comments on forum headlines that I have about 60 invites for not to be. Um, and there, when you get an invite from somebody who's a subscriber, you get all the benefits. You can do anything you want as a, as a premium paid subscriber. You can do anything you want in the site. And uh, four people have jumped have jumped over to the not the B side, and it's been a lot of fun to see them do that. So, Ruby the Wrecking Ball has jumped over to not the B. Old Hoss Radborn, who's now who just Old Hoss over on not the B, has jumped over. Uh, California Girl jumped over, but she's going by her given name of Cynthia Allen on not the B. And then I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's C I O C C O C O C O. I'm not sure how you say that. But that's another person that accepted an invite from me to go over to Not the Bee. And he's been a fairly newer user on the Bee and, and comments a lot. Yeah. Very active. Very, very yeah. active. Yeah. Came on really yeah. strong, has been really active in a great part of the community. Yeah. So I should throw that out there. If anybody listening to this is a Babylon Bee only subscriber and you want to check out Not the Bee, uh, just tag me in an old headline um, and I'd be more than happy to give you an invite. So enough about me. How about you, Tish? What have you been up to lately? Yeah, it's just busy, busy, busy now, getting down to uh, the usual educational grind. I've got uh, lots of deadlines and I've got, uh, yeah, a, a busy time coming up in November. I'll be doing some teaching uh, in, a, in some schools here in the area. And, uh, and then it's more lessons and more studying and then exams and then more, play, uh, and then more teaching placements. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's getting busy, but um, got a, a few things to break the monotony of that. And uh, one of the things we'll be doing in uh, early November, which I'm looking forward to with my two eldest girls, uh, we'll be going to see Carrie Job in concert in Brussels. Oh, nice. Cool. So she's, nice. she's coming to Europe. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, so that'll be cool. And um, yeah, just apart from that, just getting on with life, really. It's not anything very exciting <laughs> to report. It's... Uh, it's just uh, usual life here and uh, keeping busy with, with family, church, and, uh, and studying. I'll certainly let you know how the, the Carrie Job concert goes, and who knows, it might inspire a few headlines. There you go. Okay, looking forward to it. You had a good worship leader headline the other day that I really liked the, in the comments you had that you made <laughs> with that one. That was pretty good. Well, I was, I was oh, thinking yeah. of, I was thinking of, um, of uh, it because I, I was driving my daughter to an appointment, and uh, we had some, a new worship album on, and... Um, the, the worship leader was in the recording was singing out a few cliches like, come on church and clap your hands, clap your hands. And I was just like, okay, all right. And just a, a little curmudgeon part of me was getting a bit irritated by this. And it, it just started inspiring a headline. And um, I thought, yeah, I'll have to come up with like a funny list. And um, I just Googled uh, uh, annoying phrases that worship leaders use. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I found an article from uh, the Gospel Coalition. Uh, so I just changed it up and, and t made it a bit more sarcastic. <laughs> so uh, I, I had fun writing that. That was, uh, that was fun. And I was rewarded with about 20 updates. So <laughs> 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 I think the listicles, they, they don't generally uh, 
and I'm, that's fine. They don't generally do that well, but uh, it's uh, it's fun writing them, and it's fun to see the comments and the interactions and the other people that say, "Hey, it's not uh, it's not just me that's noticed that." Yeah, a lot of those I've heard many times. <laughs> and I, as I said in the article, I have been guilty of saying some of them as well. I mean, we I was uh, I, I led worship this last Sunday just gone. And I, I, I must confess, I did do the turn to your neighbor thing. <laughs> <laughs> turn to your neighbor. That's one of the nice things that COVID got rid of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Every introvert's nightmare to use. Thanks. Yeah. I'm triggered. I'm feeling triggered right now by you saying that. I'm not but sure yeah, if I, we could be friends anymore knowing that you've done that. I'm not sure. <laughs> but in our church, they... The congregation do respond really well. I mean, when I when I we, we sang one song, and then I said, "Okay, just take a moment to find somebody you don't know and say hello." And immediately, the whole church was almost in an uproar. Everyone was talking loudly to each other and stuff. So, I think uh, we must have a church full of extroverts where I am. So, in those moments, I'm quite pleased to be on stage, and I kind of don't have to uh, mix and mingle. <laughs> you might hear me audibly groan. Uh, if you did that to me and I was in the audience in that congregation, I'd be like, ugh. It'd be like the teenage yeah, eye too. roll. Yeah. So like, ugh. I, 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 have received, I have received correction before from a, a well-meaning church member who told me that uh, she didn't appreciate me. The, the methods that I would use to try and encourage uh, the church to um, be more demonstrative, I'll put it like that. Well, that's a little <laughs> harsh. That's a little yeah. harsh. Like but, you might uh, hear me groan and eye roll, but I wouldn't come to you and say stop that. I just be, you know, like you have to be careful because sometimes you can let your frustrations get in the way if, if people are having a bad Sunday. Not and true. You, you know, you're like, come on, get off your get off your butts and. and <laughs> well, maybe um, a prof next time in class, yeah. people are starting to go to sleep. You, you can use that same method. Everybody, get up on your feet. Get up Turn on to your the feet. Left. Yeah. Turn to the person. Greet them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Tish, what I should have you do for me is record some of your um, sessions as a worship leader. And I can just play that in the classroom. I can just have it ready to go. And if I need it, I can just play it quick and get everybody pumped up a little bit. Well, it's on YouTube. So you can, uh, it's you on can YouTube. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm ready to share that with the world yet. It was. Uh, it wasn't that bad on Sunday, actually. But uh, yeah, there's a few false notes, and <laughs> so. I am not sophisticated enough to ever pick up on a false note. I would have That's no. True. Yeah. I. Yeah. That, that, I, I have no clue. No musical ability, so I would not know. I bet you guys clap on one and three instead of two and four. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. That's why you know anything involving. Worship and we get a audience participation or do something. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think you forget sometimes as a musician. You do you, you judge yourself very harshly, and um, then you you think, oh, that was awful. I made so many mistakes, and then people come up to you afterwards and say, oh, that was wonderful, and really felt the presence of the Lord or something like that. And then you're like, okay, well, let's uh, praise God. It's not. It's got nothing to do with me and my performance. It's uh, it's all about the way he he moves during the during the during the time of worship. And um, yeah, people uh, people are blessed. I feel like the church is missing out on something. Churches should have an introverts only worship service. I really feel like that could be a thing where everybody's allowed a five foot radius. 
right? You can't be any closer to anybody you don't want to be. Um, there is never a turn and greet your neighbor. There's more of a everybody go pick a corner and stand in it and just silently worship. <laughs> and I think I think the church is missing an opportunity here for uh, introverts only services. That sounds wonderful because you know the the one thing that's worse than saying okay, stand up and say hello to your neighbor. Uh, we went to a service last night and they did it every once in a while they do this where they have a bit of a sermon and then they have a handout of uh, questions and they say, okay, we're going to split up into small groups. So ah. split up in four or five people and, and, and fellowship is like, Oh, I just want to sit here and Ugh. listen to the sermon. <laughs> See, and then, so at introvert service, there's a greeter, but they've got duct tape on their mouth and they just oh. wave from a distance. So it just, and it says greeter on the duct tape around their mouth. And so, you know, they're there, you know, they're, they're waving you in, but with that duct tape on their mouth, there's no requirement that you say anything to them <laughs> or shake their hands. They just, they just wave at you and you just wave back. So I really feel like there's an opportunity missing here for some church out there to attract new members as introverts only. Yeah, I, I think you're on to something. Yep, I think I am too. Might have a headline in, in, in there somewhere too. So. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> I'm going to write it before you do. Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. That's okay. <laughs> Last time I said, don't write this one. I'm going to use it because you've done that before to me. <laughs> just which is fine. Hey, it, it, it's always good to start a new series. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, we are very excited to be sitting down with an amazing guest just somebody who shines encouragement and is everywhere on the forum all at once. We don't know how, how quite how she does it. It's, uh, it's, it's almost on level with, with Prof's omnipresence. Um, but any post you go to, you'll, you'll find her there encouraging, speaking wonderful things out to people, uh, spurring people on and champion, championing people in the headline forum. So we're so blessed to have her with us. Today, it is, of course, the one and only Murph. Welcome to We the People. Thank you very much. I just have been so honored by this invitation. It's a gift. You've been on our list for a long yes. time to get you on. So I would say, Murph, that um, you know when Little Jedi does his celebrations, they do a Zoom call and people read headlines for that person. And I found out that you had done one of them and I couldn't be on that one. I was so disappointed that I didn't get to meet you. Uh -huh. I was just so sad. I was just like, oh, so ever since then, it's been like, you're, we need to be intentional about getting you on. So here you are, which is wonderful. Absolutely. Well, thanks. Yeah. And I think the, it was really cool to hear you on the episode with the, with, with the, of the Doot cast with Nicholas uh, a couple of weeks ago now, I think. Yes. And uh, how, how was that? To, was that a, a fun experience to be able oh to my. take part in what they're doing? They are family to me now. Um, Alyssa and I have been texting. I've been privileged to be able to offer her some advice on teaching young children. That was my specialty. I was um, working with kindergarten and first graders right before I retired. And so getting to spend extra time with Alyssa was wonderful. And, and they are so tight, tightly knit. It's just awesome to see a Christian couple that is yep. an example of what all wow. couples should be. Yep. And I got to do the Duke cast too, and it was the same experience. Um, I'm their forum uncle, so it's just like family, right? It's just that's what I yes. feel like with them too. 
And that was a lot of fun to record. And I like how they're Absolutely. not letting people know that there's going to be a guest because the one they did last night, Alola Raichu was on. And I didn't, you know, nobody knew that. And I didn't tell anybody I was going to be on. I don't think you told anybody you were going to be on Murph. So it was kind of fun when you listen to it. And there's all of a sudden, oh, there's a guest. That's kind of cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and uh, I'm feeling a bit left out here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know they tape it on Wednesday nights and usually not till like 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time. So ah, yeah. that'd be pretty late for you. But I'm sure you're willing to do it. You just tell them. They'll, <laughs> they'll get you on. Two or three in the morning my time, I think. So yeah, no worries. But I, I was just saying, uh, just before we hit record, Murph, I was I was just saying to you that uh, obviously, as with all our guests, it's really nice to put a face to a name. And um, as soon as, within seconds of seeing your face, it, it matches uh, mm. your online personality. You, you shine enthusiasm and there's a real warmth that comes uh, through the screen from you. Uh, so I can just tell without even speaking to you that you're a very warm and uh, I think also a Jesus-filled person as well. I can see that from you. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and we've we've heard a bit, a a tiny bit from you uh, with with Nicholas, obviously, but not in great detail. And then, of course, this this things from the forum itself, but it it's not quite the same as sitting down and chatting with someone. So we're uh, we're eager to see where where the conversation takes us. So um, you mentioned you've you've worked with with. uh, kindergarten children previously and that's is that still the case is that still going on no i retired back at the end of the pandemic it was the Mm. perfect situation i asked god for confirmation if it was time to leave and uh some of my zoom stories were starting to tell me it's time to leave zoom stories in regards to what happens to young children in a zoom setting and it's not the setting i wanted to teach in Mm. And uh, like all of a sudden, imagine teaching a lesson and um, a potbelly pig shows up right in the screen. And of course, you know, you only have to dress the potbelly pig and we must talk about the potbelly pig and what's it like to have a potbelly pig. And, or the parent who set up the computer up on the deck and I see the child running across the field chasing a rabbit and I'm shouting into the computer, stop, oh. stop. You just... You can't teach in a normal manner in a Zoom setting. And, and I knew that was going to be the next year, if I would have gone into the, ne- the next year. And uh, we prayed about it, and it was the perfect timing. And at that time, the Babylon Bee came into my life. They'd been into it a year before, but um, it was perfect to help me with a very difficult transition because there really was no closure Um, there was nobody else allowed to be in the building when I was removing my things out of the room. Mm. And when I wanted to go and say, Hey, I always thought you might want this whenever I'd leave. I just left things on people's desks. There were no Mm. hugs. There was um, no goodbye. I was the one who was the party planner, which is kind of Mm. fun to be a part of the celebration parties. Now that was, um, one of my side gigs at school. I just helped with the retirement parties and would write the silly songs and help to write the tribute and the, create the program and the agenda. And uh, um, parties are good for closure. Um, a celebration mm-hmm. helps to tie the loose to- ends together. And so the bee was such a, a gift at that moment. And um, yeah, so my, my, my key identity then was a teacher and now it is Nana. 
Yeah. <laughs> I should change my name to Nana Murph, but um, yeah, that's my main, my main um, goal and purpose right now is being the best Nana I could ever be. You mentioned Nana and, and that conjures up a picture of a, of an old person, but I'm, I'm not seeing an old person here. And when you said I'm retired, I'm, I'm quite shocked. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think you'll, you need to share the secret to eternal youth. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, Nan is looking a lot different nowadays. Yes. That's true. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Somebody had said they were picturing, I, I did read some questions and that somebody was picturing me as aunt B and I love the aunt B persona. I do. <laughs> yeah. You don't look like aunt B. Oh. You do not. So, and <laughs> well, if I was to, you know, I'm obviously only seeing you on a screen, but I'd go like, are you like 40? That's what I would say. Like, oh. but yeah, honestly, really, you don't, yeah. you, you, um, Maybe it's just your your glowing personality and and uh, uh, a life well lived, but you look very young. So oh, that's a well, thank you that's a much. good thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, would you be willing to say how long you taught school? How long were you in the school system? Um, over thirty years. Wow! So you wow. started teaching when you were ten. That's really well. <laughs> well, thank you. Good job. Good job. I mean, child prodigy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did calculate. Now, I don't even know your ages, but I could be both of your mothers because in research, the youngest mother was actually five years old. It's been what? documented. Yes. Look it up. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. Um, it, it was Holy an unusual. Moly. Uh, a, a young girl that they called a woman because she must have, she entered young womanhood at at four to have gotten pregnant at four and had the baby at five. Yeah. A Peruvian woman who a young girl who would have been abused. They don't know who the father was. Right. That's a, not the B story right there. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) So you've really transitioned then you've you've kind of taken what you were doing before. And you've, if I'm understanding it correctly, you've just applied it to the context of the headline forum. Really? Um, it evolved. It, um, I believe that God gives us a need to fill mm-hmm. and we see that and we're to become that. And it just automatically flows. Um, like I remember, I think it was um, in a prof's first celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you so said that would have been your 5 million celebration. Mm-hmm. It was such a fun day. It just yeah. like, all the gifts that you posted, all the pheasants. And yeah. I remember just <laughs> reacting to as many of the, the silly pheasants as possible that when all of a sudden Kurgle's day, 5 million day popped up as a surprise, um, it was just, oh, I've got to react to every single headline and affirm yeah. it. And and it was just silly fun. And then it became, a, um, oh, yeah, I, I need to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it became, uh, it was so much fun making Tisha's little stamps, badges, certificates, whatever Those we might great. call them. Um, and just figuring out what would be a good fit. Um, it's the creative side of me. I should, I should definitely say thank you very much. That, that really made, uh, made my day and <laughs> seeing all those uh, hilarious images that you made. And do, <laughs> oh, do you do all well. of that yourself? Um, yes, that was one of my things in school was making the flyers, making the 
um, quick announcement you'd stick in the mailboxes so the teachers who weren't getting online right away could see, hey, you have to do this immediately. Don't forget this is happening today. Remember the party after school or um, I was in leadership for a time and it was the way of putting the reminder meeting notice. Hmm. And so to stick on a funny cartoon. and Because those are so well done, Murph. I, I, I will tell you, like, they just Aww. blow me away with how good they are and the funny sayings and they're just really, really high quality. And I don't, I have no idea how to make those. And and so I feel mm-hmm. like um, you are so good at that. What a, what a great talent and skill that you have. And that made, um, you know, my 5 million day that much more special to see those. And as you continue to do those, I just crack up when I see those, you don't have just one, you'll have, you know, a few variations of one. Um, whenever we do a 5 million celebration. So it's been a lot of fun to see those and good job. Well, what, what's ironic about that was I couldn't remember whose celebration. I just felt, no, I've got to make four. And it never hit me. Well, there's four headlines a day. And mm-hmm. then different people were saying, oh, I'm trying to collect all four. And I was just randomly sending them <laughs> out that somebody was just a luck of the draw. And so this is going to sound a bit obsessive, and it may be why anything else in one of her questions said she pictures Murph to be very organized, well, just in certain things. <laughs> so I have to quickly click the, the, the subscriber's avatar, see how many, if they posted any headlines about already about that subscriber, and then which of the badges I happen to give them to make sure they get a different four. Yes, that is that sounds obsessive, but it was funny. Skull Crazes actually um, said he was excited that he got the fourth one. He was looking to collect them all, and and before it just been a random thing. I'm amazed. There's so many smart people in the forum, and we could go into how I am so not one of the smart people in the forum. Um, for all those smart people that are doing Photoshop and the way Mark for deletion is creating the AI figures. It's amazing. I only use time for a dramatic pause because some people are going to roll over. I use word. I don't do anything but word. I don't know how to use anything but word. And uh, I have a way to do it all in word. I'll teach you sometime prof. If you do really, want I would to. actually wouldn't <laughs> mind knowing that. Cause yeah, I don't know how to put a, picture within the the headline yet either so i know little jedi has got his instructions and i've um i've got those saved i never tried to do it yet so i want to because i got a really good photo i took that i want to use for a headline someday so it's just my to-do list yeah you're set in your ways aren't you prof i'm old and set in my ways absolutely um (laughs) it's hard to believe that faculty would be set in their ways i know it's a shock to everybody out there Okay, Murph, I have a question I think a lot of subscribers would like to uh, find out about. You talk about your grandchildren a lot. What all can you tell us and, and share about them? Um, well, to talk about my grandchildren, I first have to talk about my two daughters and how Mr. Murph is a major manly man. He does all <laughs> of his own car work. He's outside working on something right now. Um, building something, fixing something that, that Murph broke, because that does happen <laughs> a lot. <laughs> he has a lot of super glue for all the things that Murph breaks. Um, and uh, 
So when both girls were born, I knew he was disappointed. I mean, in a sense, but he was the best dad ever for these two girls. And um, when my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, who lives an hour and a half away, married a man from a Christian college, and then my other daughter went to the same, she wanted to do everything her bigger sister did, went to the same college, married a man from that same Christian college, and ended up in that um, community of that Christian college that's only an hour and a half away. Um, when the grandchildren started to be born, we could be grandparents much more easily. And uh, so we were there when the first grandchild was born, and tears were everywhere when, when Mr. Murph walked into the room to see that it was a little boy. No. And then that was followed by two other little boys, <laughs> all three and under, which has made me so much more appreciative of how um, parenting is for the youth. <laughs> but, but it's helped me to rally and to, to try to stay healthy, to take care and run after them. But they have been, they're incredible. They're just unbelievable. I was remembering Isaiah talking about his kids and how unique and different they are. And, and I am so blessed. And I believe this is the promise for all of us that that which the enemy stole, when you know that you lost something in your life that God would have wanted for you, but it was taken away, the Lord will give it to you. And I didn't have active grandparents. My beloved grandmother uh, passed away um, I say beloved, I never got to meet her. And I believe my father says, I think you look like her. <laughs> um, I, uh, or my father had said that I, uh, um, just didn't have good involved grandparent relationships. And, um, when I say again, the Lord will restore that, which the enemy stole from you, both of my daughters, I didn't get to be there during their baby time. Um, I, I was there, but, and I took full year maternity leaves with both children. With my older daughter, um, my mother became very, very ill. Um, she was admitted to um, a mental ward. Mm -hmm. And so that was the aspect of what I, that I was dealing with with my own mother. And I had like a one-year-old on my, um, um, leading up to that, I was taking care of her, but I remember taking a one-year-old in to visit with her grandmother. Mm. And um, then I had extreme postpartum depression with my mm. baby, and it was the, a, a complete flip then. <laughs> I didn't get to my, um, be with my younger daughter as much, and I am relishing. I am thoroughly enjoying every single moment. Um, it is so much fun to get to be with them. And I will go and, and spend a night and be with them for two solid days every other week. And then my husband is there for two solid days every other week. He wanted that one-on-one -on -one time. And, th and then, because I am part of the the introvert crowd on here. I mean, I am one of the situational extroverts that I was the staff trainer. I was the leader at different events, but I love my quiet time. <laughs> and um, where I see, I have to turn this into 
where for some reason, and I don't know why, my time on the bee has been for a reason. And, and each of us, we don't know how long till one day God's going to say, um, no, I have to close that door for some reason. Even the celebrations would be on days I wasn't with them. <laughs> you know, I was always waiting to see if I was going to say, hey, who would like, you know, here are these hicks. Who would like to do what Murph does on a celebration day for some reason? I've never been babysitting on those days, which is, um, which is fascinating. But, um, <laughs> but yes, so I, I end that whole long story to say that um, children are such a gift. And um, grandchildren are an incredible gift. Mm. And the joy of grandchildren, the other joy of it is you get to appreciate your children so much more watching them parent. Mm. And um, to tag off of Kurgle's question, I, in both my daughters, I'm blessed to see them be the best of both Mr. Murph and Mrs. Murph. Mm. <laughs> and, and, God revealed that to me one time, and, and that is a promise for all of us, that we are ideally the best of both parents. That's what God meant for us. If you think about how breeding animals and plants and stuff works, mm -hmm. he helped me one day to realize we're the B.O.B., we're the best of both, <laughs> Bob's. <laughs> we're all Bob's. Um, <laughs> when, we have, when we have the Lord first in our life, and um, the cool story of how God brought me to that revelation was, so yes, these badges that I make, um, I also do for, for parties of, mm. in my family. And a cousin that I feel like is like a niece to me, a second cousin, she'd gone through a very difficult time and she was about to have a baby shower. And I was trying to think, how can I honor her? And I would make each person a bobblehead. And I'd, I'd take her picture and, and put it on something. And um, I had her picture very enlarged, um, holding all these bobble, bottles that I called bobbles and to affirm to her. And then I had like a poem underneath that she was the best of both. And it so touched her because her grandfather, my uncle's Bob. So I had a Bob on one side and then I had a Bob on the Bob uncle on the other side. And right now I have a Bob pastor. Mm -hmm. So the Lord is just surrounding me with all these Bobs that, um, that we are, each of us are meant to be the best of both. And, um, my one, oldest daughter, this is her title. And I got permission to give that, to share that. Her job title is happiness manager. <laughs> she works for a huge internet com company that's a search engine optimization company. And they, um, they model themselves after like Apple and Google. And um, so that's her job. And she, she's just the face of that um, company. And... Um, and then my other daughter is doing what I would have loved to have done, and that has been a teacher in a private school, mm. wow. um, a private Christian school. And she's so affirmed there. And um, they, they put her face on this very large, welcoming um, uh, mural when you walk inside the, the school. It's, um, it is the Lord. It, it, it's such a gift to see your children become their best 
and um, see God honored in the process. It's wonderful. Sound, yeah, it sounds like you've been very blessed. And I would expect nothing less than for Murph's daughter to be a happiness manager. <laughs> I was just going to say that. She had a pretty good role model right, for a whole lifetime to be that uh, happiness manager for sure. For a while, every year I was redecorating my classroom and a whole theme and then pulling from that theme to teach lessons. Like one year it was all owls and how we're to be um, very observant and that we can focus during dark times. Or I had all these analogies out of whatever the character was. And the past five years, Lord said, it's smiley faces, girls. It is all smiley faces. And... um, Uh, And I was known for that, that I would always draw smiley faces on everything and turn any picture into a smiley face, an apple smiley smiley face, a pumpkin smiley face. Uh, So that was neat. When when she became happiness director, I felt the Lord said, this was one of those things you prayed into her and you didn't Mm. realize it. (laughs) Mm. I have to say, I was quite surprised to hear you say that you're an introvert. Did I hear that correctly? Um. And I don't understand all the Myers-Briggs stuff. It's something my daughter has to give. I don't really affirm the Myers-Briggs test necessarily. She has to give it for her company. Um, But there is a way that there are situational extroverts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where, um, like we're told, we can be all things for all people. True. And one of the things that I was a trainer in as a staff trainer was the personality styles. And if anybody wants an awesome book to go home and read to their children, it's, it's called the treasure tree by Gary Smalley. I will correct that in the comments if I didn't say that correctly, but um, they identify that all the personality traits that there's four key personality traits and they use animals. Um, uh, the lion is that, assertive, strong leader. The beaver is that navig- that uh, person that's great at details and building. The golden retriever is that sensitive, um, one-on-one, compassionate person. And then there's the otter. And a part of the, pers- the, part of the learning styles, um, personality traits, training that I was asked to do I I learned there's this one test that I would give people that would show where you're at on there. And one day the Lord, it it hit me. You keep seeing nobody out in, 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 um, nobody will be able to see me use my hands, but I was making a clock. I was showing the quadrants on a clock (laughs) that um, I was trained in how there's almost a progression of those four personality traits and um, that there's a center where you could be closer to each of those. And I believe as we grow more in the Lord, we're meant to be centered into the middle quadrant. And that as we're coming into some really, really difficult times, I mean, you know it. <laughs> this, this week with the tragedies in Israel, um, hmm. we know that we're coming into that and we need to be ready that we might be a strong lion when I would never be that assertive anywhere. But you know, that's that moment you're to stand up and, and roar. Mm. Um, yeah. But that would be a whole other podcast to talk about all the personality <laughs> traits. <laughs> well, I think I found uh, the information on that. So just while you were telling us about that, Murph, so I'll, I'll 
put a link to that in the show notes. It's the Treasure Key by John Trent and Gary Smolly, I think. And uh, it looks like there's a free PDF here or something. So mm. maybe people want to check that out. And it looks, if I'm understanding that correctly, it looks like it's uh, directed more for younger children. Is that so? Younger children, yes. I was asked to, um, and this is where the Lord will be with you when you're called to do something like, I would never, ever want to teach um, high school. That's what I had told myself. Never, ever. I, I was, um, I went to schools for an become an elementary teacher, got my master's as a, as a reading specialist. And then one day the superintendent came and said, Murph, I see that you could be a staff trainer. And I said, mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I felt the Lord say, yes, I'm taking mm. you someplace you don't want to go for a reason. <laughs> and I, um, so I had to be a st- the way I was a staff trainer for high for the high school was a staff trainer for the high school teachers. So I was in there doing model lessons in front of high school teachers. It can be sometimes jaded, and um, um, and they said they wanted me to do my um, learning styles workshop that I would do with elementary teachers using um, Gary Smalley's um, tr- uh, a training I adapt from Gary Smalley and. Um, I thought, surely Gary Smalley understood that one of those animals, you don't want to say their name in high school or you're going to have everybody laughing. Nobody wants to be called that animal that builds the dams as a high school boy. And so I couldn't use a test that would, or a high school boy would call, be identified as that type of animal. So sure enough, Gary Smalley had a, now picture this for the, for the forum. Um, Instead of a golden retriever, you have um, a, uh, oh, Gary Smalley went and took it as a cruise director. And now I'm at a loss for who was the uh, like bartender. <laughs> so you had the, the bartender who was kind of listening to everybody. Then you had the, um, a navigator who would be like the beaver. Then you had the captain who was the lion and then the cruise director who was the otter. And uh, so mm. in the high school, I would give these tests to see who was each of those different titles. And, I, and right now I can't remember what the, um, the beaver was. It was not a bartender in the high school. But was- <laughs> if you're telling us something very serious and you see us laughing, it's just because of uh, Kirgle's cats in the background. <laughs> Has been roaming around the counter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she just learned how to jump that high, and oh, so yeah. so she needs to be trained. But if I get it right now, it's going to be a constant interruption. So I'll yeah. just disinfect everything later. <laughs> <laughs> you got my note. Uh, well, I I got uh, a note. All right, so now we are going to answer some questions that the subscribers have asked of Murph. Um, so are, are you ready, Murph? Yes. Yep. All right. Um, first one, this would be an interesting one. Um, from the Siberian Tiger, what are the origins of your BB name, your Babylon B name? Um, Murph does have something to do with my name. <laughs> Here's one from B Barton seven thirteen. Who is your favorite B, and why is it B Barton seven <laughs> thirteen? <laughs> That's awesome. I love you, B Barton seven thirteen. Um, 
a funny way that where I'd only alienate half of, no, I would only alienate maybe a quarter of the forum with this, with this answer is all of the men on the forum. Now, Kurgle, I apologize, but <laughs> why I'm saying all the men on the forum is for me, one of the reasons that the forum has been a gift is it has been marriage therapy. Um, a lot of times where you'd see me like nonstop on the forum, she's just tagging everybody is me as the passenger in the car while Mr. Murph's driving. <laughs> and then I don't have to say anything, um, which helps. I was the passenger in the seat of five different accidents before I got my driver's license. I did not get my driver's license until I was 21. Um, and part of that was because I lived a block from my church where I went a lot, a block from a family restaurant that I went to a lot, a block from school when I would walk there uh, from my high school. We lived in an amazing house in a really small town. So I never needed to get my driver's license till that late. But um, I have learned so much from the men on the forum that, that my husband's more normal than I Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and when you guys post something it is so it's so him it is and, oh. and that's another reason why i i am a huge duck dynasty fan I um i listened to their unashamed podcast yeah. the duck call yeah. room podcast because that was mr murph's childhood and um so i married an opposite he was one of seven kids growing up in a trailer um, and that was very much like the childhood of Bill Robertson and, mm -hmm. and his son's childhood mm -hmm. too. And I, he married a girl from the other side of the tracks, you know, <laughs> that I was just mm -hmm. very different from him. But you guys post things that, that really helped me to say, this is normal. And all the snarkiness is just, that's just the thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I never really thought about it too much before, but yeah, I've learned a lot too. <laughs> I didn't know I was a marriage counselor, but now I do. So thanks for letting me know that. Yes. <laughs> and you see the similarities even from someone all the way on the other side of the Atlantic. Yes. <laughs> men are men, I guess. Husbands are husbands. Yeah. <laughs> Local husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question from Nicholas. What was your favorite part of Bucky's? Um, I posted my favorite parts in that, in that one headline, but something that is also a form of entertainment, get ready for, is try to drive a vehicle that you can tailgate, pull down the back, sit in the back, eat your lunch, and look at all the Christian vans and the Christian buses that are pulling in. <laughs> it, is, it is like a Christian festival. We watched five Liberty College buses pull in there um, and pull out. And, and the kids were having so much fun and you just wondered what adventure they were going to. It's, it is Christian Americana the way our entire nation should be. Hmm. Well, I've got a question from Aussie Mama and she's stolen this from the main Bee podcast, but seeing as how it's not around that much at the moment, we can... Uh, we can incorporate it for today. And she asks, which famous person, living or dead, would you like to meet? And you can't pick Jesus. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, 
It, it would have to be my um, the grandmother I never met mm. that people say that I'm alike. I would like to see what made her tick mm. and how she got through some very, very difficult times. Mm. Um, that Good would answer. be a joy. All right. Um, here's a very in-depth question from Ed Terry 7788 when you were a kid, Murph, did you walk to school or take your lunch? <laughs> um, I was. I was one of those blessed kids that did get to walk to school and eat lunch there. I did not take my lunch. And no way could you answer that question, <laughs> but, uh, the way you phrased it. Um, yes. And because I walked the block to my elementary school and it was two blocks to my high school, I mean, it was just the perfect... Um, I lived in a Bedford Falls kind of town mm. and from It's a Wonderful Life. In fact, in the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, I kind of feel like I did have a wonderful life. Somebody I know asked me the question, my favorite movie, and it would have to be um, It's a Wonderful Life. My town would have even looked different had my father not been alive. I, I had a very, 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 very smart, brilliant father. And, um, uh, yeah, he, uh, just was a freelance architect. That wasn't his main occupation. He was in the medical field, but, um, uh, he just thought, oh, I'm going to redesign the house, you know, free of charge, right? Architectural, make architectural drawings for all the buildings to make them historic to our town. Wow. And the businesses took them and ran with it. And it's a beautiful little town. Hmm. That's amazing. I have one from Alola Raichu. Can you share your favorite cookie recipe with us? <laughs> you, have, you have to describe what Murph is doing. Okay. Murph is opening a package or showing us a package of Nestle Toll House dark chocolate chocolate chips. Okay. And on the back of that package, there's a recipe. And so Murph, Murph's recipe is the same recipe that all of us could go and find by purchasing a bag of Nestle Toll House dark chocolate chocolate chips. If only they were available at every Walmart in the country. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there it is. There is Murph's chocolate. So you could have had this handed down from generations. This is a fifth generation recipe, and I have to hand do everything. And nope, she just points to the package. So I'll give her credit for that. <laughs> this episode brought to you by... <laughs> Nestle Toll House, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so I've got a question, Murph, from anything else? And uh, she's, she's very excited that you're featuring on the podcast. And uh, she wants to know, what is the extra special ingredient that makes, makes a Murph so awesome? Mm. But then she also asks, uh, can you please come and organize my closet? <laughs> I have this feeling Murph would be really good at decluttering. And she asks uh if she can call you Murphy. Oh, yes. Anything else, as each of you are forum family to me, anything else was one of the first people I think to like talk about being a forum family member and, and is a sister in so many ways. I would have made my own avatar, but I think um, anything else's avatar would be close to mine. Like if you mm. take one of those pictures and you turn it into an avatar, so that probably wouldn't have worked. But um, Jesus gets the credit for anything that Murph is because <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm definitely the, the very, very weak that he compensates for. And 
uh, there, my classroom was hyper, hyper organized. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd ever mentioned this and, and why she's thinking that, but I did, I had labels on everything because you have substitutes come in. And, and so my notes and everything were, were hyper organized. This house though is not because <laughs> Mrs. Murph married Mr. Murph and Mrs. Murph compromised. <laughs> and, and that's a good thing. He, saw, he has softened me. You guys are sandpaper in the best of ways. And, and actually, Mrs. Murph needed more abrasion than Mr. Murph. I, I believe that because in this day and age, um, he needs to be stronger and more assertive. And so I need to compensate for that because his giftings of assertiveness, strongness are needed more in this day and age hmm. than any of my, what do you mean? Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> What's this all about? Okay. Um, I have another one here. This one is from Be Happy Too. Would you rather um, be the only non-striking Hollywood writer for two years or be the only honest politician in Washington for two years? Oh, that's a good one. Be happy too. I am. <laughs> no way would I be in Washington. <laughs> no way. I just, it, it's unbelievable. Um, so yes, I would be the, the non-striking writer. Uh, and which brings up, I, as a teacher, and maybe this will minister, maybe one of the reasons I'm to be on here today is to let teachers know that you do not need to be a part of the National Education Association for your liability insurance. Um, I was a part of um, the Christian Educators Association International, CEAI, and I had, and, and I needed them at one time and used their, um, used the free Center for Law and Justice Lawyers, I think, that, that work for them as a gift. Um, I used them when I was trying to get out of the union. And um, because I thought when I joined a union as a young teacher thinking that's the way you go. But one of the gifts of President Trump for the new teachers was that was removed. So you didn't have to be a member of the union. But um, I resigned at one time to be home with my children for a couple years. And um, at that time, when I came back, then I didn't join the union. And so like the second half of my teaching career, I was a member of that. And I know what it's like to be very, very alone in your school district. At one time, I was the only one in the elementary schools. We'd have these big staff meetings where, where all the different schools would come together. And then the union rep was up there talking. And the, the le all the leadership, all the principals were required to leave at that time. And anybody who wasn't a non-member, and Murph wasn't a principal, <laughs> and Murph had to get up and leave. Uh, on those days, I, I remember one time asking God for encouragement. I was just feeling just the weight of that look and the, the, the some eyes you'd get from people. And on that day when I asked for encouragement, a face I really needed to see was in the rest stop where I was getting gas on the way back to my school for the afternoon. That the Lord well encouraged, though. There, there is encouragement for those people who are not striking, who aren't members of the or who are choosing not to strike. Mm. Yeah, it's really great what you said about the teachers, because um, I know they get picked on a lot right now because there are a lot of bad teachers. 
but there are also a lot of really good teachers like you. And it's not only really important for the kids, but also to encourage and be um, mentors for other teachers. I have a a two-part question from Austin Robertson, The Voice. And I'm going to actually answer the first of his questions. So you don't have to answer this one, Murph. I'm going to answer it. So his first question is, do you have a mustache? And I'm going to say, no, you do not. I've got video (laughs) proof right now. You do not have a mustache. So I asked and answered Austin. So I took care of that one for you. The second question from uh, Austin is, you can pick one superpower for yourself. What is it? In this day and age, if I could quickly see the backstory, if I could quickly see somebody's backstory, it would give me increased empathy for some different scenarios and increased compassion. I, I think that would would bless all of us to be a to be a better gift for others because we don't know the hurts that mm. that others have gone through and what might be making them so do such evil things. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so unfortunately, sorry guys, as we say all the time, we, we can't get around to all of these questions, but uh, Murph will definitely go through the ones we haven't got time to uh, go through today. But um, the last one we wanted to read is from Lee Corey. And uh, Murph, he asks, if, you, if I give you my address, will you send me a box of those black and white cookies you're so fond of? Uh <laughs> Lee Corey, first of all, I love you. You've always been so affirming mm. to me as so many other bees in the forum. And I would send you black and white cookies, um, but I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of the black and white cookies. The black and white cookie avatar that I use does have a funny backstory. And that is, and, and this is such a forum headline. Um, I started the forum with one of the pre-fabbed um, avatars. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been the Gadsden flag is my memory, or it could have been just the American flag. And then when the app started and I had to pick my own, because Mr. Murph and I had this account as a joint one, I said, and, and any political headline has been posted by him, or I will type it for him. And I was saying, what avatar would you like to choose? And he said, Cruella de Vil. And I'm like, you hate like assertive dominant women of that type. And, and no, that's evil. I don't want to be Cruella DeVille. And he was so <laughs> insistent. We kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I said, I can't do that. How about black and white cookie? And he said, okay, a black and white cookie. <laughs> well, I had this discussion with Mr. Murph a couple of weeks ago. Mr. Murph has no memory of it. He says this was a dream. He says this was a dream. And I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt. And if I were to bring him out here, he would be adamant this was a dream. No way would he have picked Cruella DeVille. But he was in a snarky mood that day, and it just left his memory. And uh, men and women and their selective memories is, is funny. And uh, I so remember that with every little detail. <laughs> and... Uh, I would have been a smiley face today had it not been for Mr. Murph and the black and white Cruella DeVille that I turned into a <laughs> black and white cookie. And I do not decorate cookies. I get all of my picks offline if I'm changing to a special cookie for a celebration. I have amazing friends that do decorated cookies that I sponsor for key events and buy their cookies. But no, I cannot bake Lee Corey, black and white cookies and son of 
sorry. <laughs> I want to affirm that your husband is normal. Uh, just because <laughs> with that selective memory, I'm just going to say, yep, yep, that he's a normal human male. Yep. Just so you know. Yep. yep. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> so would I. Oh, I, I should have added, Mr. Murph's a black and white thinker, and I have that in my bio that it's mm. all about he's black gotcha. and white in terms of the gospel. Stop! Who would cross the Beeple Bridge? Must answer nigh these questions five. Add into the golden bathtub he dives. Well, it is that time to ask Murph the famous five questions. So, Murph, what did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart? Essentially, your bee origin story. Well, Jesus... I asked first into my heart and the nooks and crannies surrounding the heart that's the Babylon Bee. Um, that would go back to 2019. Um, before the pandemic, I remember seeing them on Fox TV. And I can't even tell you if it was Joel Berry, if it was Pal Bear. There were two men there. I picture the two men and thinking, oh, I want to support these guys. And, and then I started to look into their YouTube and followed um, the YouTube videos, love the YouTube videos, love the, um, the podcast with Ethan, Nicole and Kyle, man. And, um, that's what sold me that I was watching them through 2020. And then it was in 2021 that I said, Oh, I, um, we, we want to, um, I want to see the rest of the stuff. I want to see the subscribers lounge. And it was because of the podcast that I became a subscriber in 2021. The podcast that no longer is being done. Darn. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's tears. <laughs> Disapproving stares. Yes. <laughs> uh, question number two. What is your favorite headline that you've submitted? Um, it would have to be Mr. Murph's, the very first one. Because um, he was giving me, I would be, we first subscribed to, you can get a free subscription to see the articles. And so we were reading the articles and the headlines and we'd be driving and, and he'd say, oh, this should be a headline. This should be a headline. And, and that's why I thought, okay, I'll, I'll start to post whatever you say. And his first one was Biden uses mask mandate to cover his rear end. <laughs> and back then it was a distraction and, and um, we saw it as a distraction and he came up with that headline. Excellent. Love it. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. <laughs> okay. And uh, the next question, Murph, what fast food menu item is the result of the fall? Um, I I'm sorry, Prof, but... Burger King should, <laughs> should never be an impossible Whopper. It just is an impossibility. You cannot have a vegan Whopper. Oh, no, I'm all with you on that. I'm all 100% oh, okay. with you. We're in the same camp right there. So you don't yeah. validate all of Burger King? I don't validate any Burger King. None. Oh, okay. Zero. Oh, I thought you were Burger Zero. King. Zero. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I've made a lot of um, Burger King, anti-Burger King jokes. I don't know why. I I really personally don't have anything against Burger King. But but uh, so anything else had the same answer. Uh, basically, any vegan food that's trying to turn it into being a meat-like substance was essentially yeah. our answer, too. So, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. 
All right, so the next question is question number four. What is your favorite denomination and why is it Baptist? <laughs> um, Travis, beloved B writer and podcast personality, um, had, was answering in the headline saying how he hated denominations. And I would mm. just go with that other than for the testimony of we are one of those rogue former United Methodist members who became a global Methodist. Mm. Um, my husband, that's been one of the difficult things we've walked through in the past two years. It was an arduous process to remove ourselves from the denomination of a minister who's also a part-time drag queen calling himself Penny Costal. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. That was one of the abominations. There was, a, there was different videos that went out showing us different things that were happening. And we'd known for years that they, they were not um, following the Bible. The United Methodist um, denomination had gone far woke and far wrong and far off track. No and kidding. so then we became global Methodist. Yeah. Okay, well, I have the final question. If the FBI raided your house, how many MyPillows would they find? Uh, they would find three pillows, one new set of Giza sheets, Ooh. and <laughs> um, the daughter whose bed those are on um, hasn't slept on it yet, so I don't have a review of that, and uh, one <laughs> pair of sheets, or one pair of slippers. Nice. Yeah. Nice. She's going full Mike Lindell on us here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's probably one of, one of the best answers we've had for that question yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, a, I was just going to say, it's been a while since we had uh, somebody who actually has more than one My Pillow. Yeah. Very I good. think two plus two is chicken might have had quite a few, if I remember correctly. That's what got him to be a B writer, is it? The multiple of My Pillows. <laughs> that, was the, that was the final tipping point that made it happen. <laughs> this could be true this could be a conspiracy theory <laughs> okay so Murph as we try and do with many of our guests we, we have a little, a little quiz for you and uh, you're known as a very encouraging person on the headline forum and uh, so we've, we've got a bit of a quiz for you where we want to present you with a series of let's say satirical scenarios and um, you'll have to respond with the most heartwarming and encouraging take possible. Now, do you think you're up to the challenge? I'm going to give it a try. Okay, excellent. Well, let's say you're on the headline forum and you come across in the comments somewhere two subscribers who are locked in a heated keyboard battle over where the pineapple belongs on pizza. How would you resolve that situation? <laughs> well... It's so wonderful that you adore pineapple and, and you adore pizza. Those are such awesome superfoods. And, and we might want to revisit this and, and see how pineapple could go in the special dish over here on the side. I think she's done it. Yeah. <laughs> that was very really good. Wow. Yeah. So, Murph, a favorite forum user that you love and respect keeps going on and on and on about their love of throw pillows. Well, everyone else just wants to literally throw the throw pillows at this user. How do you kindly get the forum user to lighten up about throw pillows without hurting any feelings? <laughs> I'd say, wow, 
this is so wonderful that you just blessed us with the gift of throw pillows. And, and sometimes there is a time to set something aside for a moment and then revisit it in a, another time far, far away from this current time. And, <laughs> and, and, but wow, you've just done so much great stuff with throw pillows. <laughs> Um, Murph, I have something totally unrelated. If if you could stay on when we're done recording, I can take you through a chore of all my throw pillows so you can see them all. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> like a slumber party. Do you have eight hours pillow. left in your day? Do you have eight hours left in your day because it's going to take that long. So yeah. I do want to see the road tilt pillows, though. Road tilt pillows would, would be fun to see. Mm. Okay, I have a question. Say it's Dr. Conservative Prof's 100 million points celebration day. You promise to fry him up as much bacon as he can eat. But when you go to the store, all they have is turkey bacon. How do you smooth things over so his big day isn't ruined? Well, well, Prof, this this is such a wonderful day. We we never thought we would see a number this big on the forum. Um, and so sometimes when things like this happen, we do need to accommodate and and we might need to take a step back and appreciate what it's like to be one of the um the lesser people in the forum who eats turkey bacon. So, you know, consider this a <laughs> consider this a, a chance for you to to hobnob with the with the lowly turkey bacon people today. You know, you made me feel okay about turkey bacon. I thought that was impossible, <laughs> but you did it, Murph. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Murph, imagine that, uh, again, you're on the headline forum and you suddenly discover that Kurgan and Teej are embroiled in a ferocious debate about whether cats or dogs are the superior pet. <laughs> How would you mediate this furry fiasco with kindness? Oh, dogs and cats are both so, so special. And, and uh, I hate to see you two in, in such, a, such a tizzy and... And, and I'm hoping we can just put our, our dogs and cats aside today and, and just rally around animals. And, and uh, bless you both. It's, it's so nice of you to, 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 to love your animals so, so much. And I'm so bad at this. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Thank you. Oh, gosh, that was great. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll just switch to sloths now. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Murph, let's pretend that there's this person that we all know who teaches tax class to 20-year-olds. Just imagine that there's a, somebody like this in the world. And you're a student in that class. And because you're so wonderful, you're very attentive and astute. And you're always paying attention. However, you notice that everybody else in the room has fallen asleep. How do you gently and kindly talk to the professor of that class to suggest that maybe he should change topics to something more interesting? Uh, well, dear, dear prof, we, we just <laughs> so appreciate that you have such a calming influence on your students. And, 
And, <laughs> and it, it's amazing that you have such a gentle, soft way. But, you know, sometimes one needs to rally the troops. And we're in a day and an age where we have to, to stand up and rise up. And, and I encourage you just to become a lion today and just <laughs> roar. <laughs> Very good. I will promise that that message will get relayed to this person. Okay, I, I, I give you my word that that person will get that message. So thank you for that. <laughs> Say you are stuck in an elevator with someone, uh, someone who cannot stop telling puns. Now, I have no idea who this would be. <laughs> Purely hypothetical. <laughs> so you happen to have a pun allergy. How would you politely survive the panocalypse without breaking into hives of irritation? Oh, goodness. Oh, my. Um, do you know, you know, dear, dear punster, you have such a gifting that there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. And, and, and this might not be your time and this might not be your place. And, and, and I'm suggesting that um, uh, we just set this aside for a different time and a different place. I wonder who that's meant to be. I have no, no idea. idea. I, have, yeah. I have no idea who, who Kurt was talking about. Yeah, okay. All right. I think it's my turn. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> punned. I love it. Oh, I love it. My hair needs to stand up a bit more, then I'll look more like my avatar. Yeah. Okay, Murph, maybe something a, a little more serious. Imagine you're at a public library with your grandkids and a drag queen turns up and loudly starts reading from The Adventures of Captain Inclusivity and the Gender Fluid Jellybean Squad, A Journey Through the Kaleidoscope of Acceptance. Uh, how do you manage your urge to unleash your MAGA ninja skills without causing an incident? Boys, we're leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be grabbing the grandkids and heading outside. Sounds yeah, like a good I'd move. Just, I'd be ditching it. So Murph, you arrive to church and you find a visitor in your seat. The only other available seat is next to Aiden. How do you politely <laughs> encourage the visitor to move? <laughs> oh, I have I have a gift for you today. A lot of people don't realize the gift that the front seats in the church have. And, and, and I'm hoping you might consider moving over to one of these front seats. Or there's this precious little boy that just needs so much attention and and just wondering if, if you don't want one of these vacant front seats in the front pew, this precious little boy would just so adore your attention. I promise he will invigorate um, your spirit in a way that you will never see it invigorated. <laughs> yes, he will do that. <laughs> and his friend Sander may encourage you as well. And his friend Sander is going to be right there too, yes. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so I have I have a very important question. Okay, so imagine this. All of your grandchildren, they all decide to have their birthday party on the same day. Okay. This also happens to be the same day that your family is planning a surprise anniversary party for you. 
okay. right after you get back from a Mother's Day brunch. So how do you lovingly break it to your family that you're going to be live instead? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know how important this has become to me and how it would be so honoring to me to, to allow me to go to be live. Um, I uh, love you all dearly. Um, and uh, this, this will be a gift to me. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I couldn't miss great... be live. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Next time, yeah, I, I really want to Yeah, you have yeah. to be there. Well done, Murph. That was uh, impressive answers. I think you handled that very well. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Abs I think all of us could learn some lessons from Murph about yeah. how, how to handle situations gracefully. That's why you are Murph. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, nothing lasts forever, and we sadly have to say goodbye to Murph now. Um, I do know that every single subscriber is very jealous of us for being able to talk to you. Um, it was great meeting you, and thank you for coming on. Well, thank you, Kurgle and, and Prof and Peace. Um, I told them earlier, they're all better looking than their avatars. <laughs> <laughs> and for Kurgle, that's pretty impressive. The R is still there. And there's a cat in the background, too. Yeah, yeah there's fun. a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, Murph. Thank you. It's been great having you on this. Thanks so much for giving up time away from your grandkids to talk to us today. It's been great getting to know you. Thank you.